Hi, welcome back to CE Cubers. I'm Callum and I'm joined here today by Charlotte. Hi. So, uh, today will be a podcast split into two parts. Uh, this part, we are recording outside in lovely weather. And then the second part will be recorded inside and that will be a longer one. So... Um, before we get into it, I'd, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is not sponsoring this at all. We, uh, we would never get them to do that. But Anchor is just a really good app for um, podcasting. And uh, we're actually making this podcast right now on Anchor. It's really, really well done. And yeah, Anchor's just overall really cool so i'd suggest um getting anchor if you want to make your own podcasts like us if anybody's even listening to this <laughs> so um yeah we'll get right into this um charlotte has some three by threes and one two by two by three here and we're gonna do a cubing battle so um She'll get her 2 by 2 by 3 instructions. <laughs> yeah, and she can use instructions. And she's also got me um, 6 Rubik's Cubes. 6 3 by 3 Rubik's Cubes. One of them is tiny. And it seems Charlotte's forgot the instructions, so we'll be <laughs> right back. Um, yeah. So... Uh, first, my first cube uh, is a tiny pocket cube made by Rubik's. It doesn't turn the best, but you can't really expect much from a tiny cube. Except the Gan one, it looks really good. Um, yeah, so I got the tiny cube, it has stickers on it. Then I have the carbon fiber stickered cube. That it, um, it has a red centerpiece missing. I have the Go Cube, which I just got. The original Rubik's Cube. Um, another non-named 3x3. And my main, the X-Man Tornado 3x3. You just got that one. Yes. So, Charlotte's got her extra- instructions for the 2x2x3. Two by two by uh-huh. And... It's already mixed up. <laughs> yeah. So... I will shuffle all these 3x3s with Charlotte's help, and after that, we'll get into it. So, I'm shuffling the mini one right now, that should the do. The hardest one? Wait, are you going to do all of them? Shuffling the Go one? Cube. So yeah, I'll see how many 3x3s I can solve, while Charlotte solves a 1x3x3. Oh, sorry, the 2x2x3. Two by, two by Two by two, right? Three. One by two by three, way too easy. Okay, so we're gonna start in three, two, one, go. I've got an inspection that's gonna. Inspection's gonna have to not be that good. Oh no. (laughs) 
Oh, I took I took a long time on that F12. I've pair. never done the challenge like this, or barely ever. So and OLL's done. Oh, a T perm, and the first one's done. How's Charlotte doing? Almost. <laughs> I've only solved the white bit. Look, that white tiny bit. She has solved a <laughs> one by two square of white pieces. That's arguably the hardest part because there's no algorithms for that. It's just intuitive. Sorry if you hear birds in the background. As I said, we're outside. Let's go cute. Really does turn better than I ever expected. Oh, this is going. <laughs> oh, and the OLL skip. If I win Third cube done. Now to the if Rubik's. If I win this, you have to follow Cal over. <laughs> if does this somehow. And she hasn't even done the white side yet. Yeah, I know. Now I'm on my fourth cube. OLL's, um, OLL's done now. Oh no, a G perm. Oh, oh there no. we go. I, I don't know how to solve it. Okay, second last one here. If you know, if you got the world okay. record on this two by two by three, I'm sorry, you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, shall I? Uh, are you done on the white layer? No. Because I'm done on OLL on my fifth cube. Wait, I'm done with the white layer. Perfect. She's done with the white layer and middle layer. And middle? Oh no, that the middle layer is um, flipped. It's parody. Oh no, I'm on the tiny cube, the last cube. Oh, man, 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 man. Okay, so. Last cube. Come on, oh. I flipped to the Chinese side. Ah! Yes, it was made by Chi Yi. Oh, was it made by? Yes. Uh, no, uh, QY. Q I, I have no idea what it, what it is. I think it might be Chi Yi. Yeah, it's probably Chi Yi. Yeah. Okay, now I do this. Oh, this mini one is so hard. Sharp might actually beat me. Oh no, it's whole instructions. Never trust the instructions. Oh yes, Ola, I know. Ola, done, please. Oh yes, it's a U perm. It's a U perm. And done. Man. Done with all one, two, three, four, five, six cubes, including a mini cube. Oh yes. Now. Charlotte, <laughs> how are you going? Holy! <laughs> okay, it looks like she. Um, I the layer, but it looks only. like it looks like she solved the white layer half. Oh, she got parity on middle layer. Yeah. Uh, don't you solve the top layer before the middle layer? Mm, I, oh no, I solved the bottom layer and accident. Oh, then, okay. Like, it came up so she layer. solved the bottom layer. That's it. Well, I saw six three by three. <laughs> okay. I'm saying I've only used instructions and also there's no instructions for this. Um, He's been doing it a year. Yeah, I've been doing it for over a year now. Actually, it's 2022. I've been doing it for three days. She's been doing it for longer. 
soft than that. <laughs> I've been doing this coop for three days. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, looks like I won the battle. And, um, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening to the first segment. We'll be back with you in a minute. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Welcome back to the second segment. So, uh, we are going to give tips, or I am going to give tips to beginners on what cubes they should buy first. And also, how to improve faster. So, I'd recommend the 1x2x3, uh, sorry, the 1x3x3 as your first cube. Since it's not as challenging as the 2x2x3 or the Master Morphix, but it's not as easy as the 1x2x3. So, um, yes, so I'd suggest the 1x3x3, it's very easy, probably don't need any tutorials, you can figure it out, pretty, pretty straightforward. And yeah that's what cube i'd suggest doing then i'd suggest the two by two by three since that's just a little bit harder um it's just different from the two by two in that um in that it has a middle layer so even though it looks um, harder, it's actually easier than the 2x2 two two because it can only do 180 degree turns on the right and left layers. Um, so after that I'd suggest getting um, a cube that's actually in competitions. So like a 2x2, two two, maybe a 3x3, three three, even a scube or a pyraminx. Um, just so if you want to, you can go to a competition knowing that you can actually participate. So, that's also a topic I want to um, go on to, competitions. If it's your first competition, um, like mine was in December, uh, I went to December um, Kensington one or something, and that was a whole bunch of fun. Um, if, even if you don't know how to solve any cubes, you... Um, or any other cubes aside from like a scube or a pyraminx maybe, then um, then you can still go to a competition and have a lot of fun because they can also you can also help out in judging or running. So judging, uh, if you don't know how a competition works, you put your cube in a cup and then go to a table uh, and sit down. Uh, then a judge will come up, and that can be anybody. It doesn't have to be like a parent or anything. It can be any person uh, can go up, even a delegate. So, um, yeah, a judge's role is to make sure that a solve is official, and also that um, they record what the solve time was. Like, let's say you got 3.47 on the scube or something. 
Good job, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the judge would write 3.47 uh, down. Uh, yeah, so bas basically they just write down your times, they make sure it's official, and they make sure that you don't cheat. So if there were no judges, you would just write down, oh yeah, I got the world record a bunch of times. Yeah, so that's what judges. There's also um, a runner. So a runner takes um, a runner takes a cube from a scrambler to a station. So um, yeah, so a runner's job basically just depends on. Uh, basically, just depends on doing stuff, I guess. You don't really have to do much except for what well, running from uh, running the cube down to the um, from the scramblers to the competitor. So yeah, even if you even if you don't compete, like if you're a parent or something, and you want to get into cubing, um, yeah, you don't even have to compete. You just have to have fun. If you're a if you're a parent and you're bored there or a guardian, um, then try judging. It's actually really easy. Um, or even um, running. That's um, pretty fun. It also um, makes you feel like you actually belong in the competition and that you um, are making a difference in the competition or whatever. So, yes. Um, competitions are just so, so fun. I highly recommend them, even if you only know one cube. So, competitions are run by um, a company called WCA, World Cube Association. And the cubes they allow into it are um, Skub, Paraminx, 2x2, 3x3, 4x4, up to 7x7. And also, they allow other crazy puzzles, like a square one, which is just insane. It's an insane cube. I don't recommend it unless you really think you can solve it. I mean, go to like a solve video or something and then um, see people doing it. So, yeah, um, that's um, my tips. Well, not really tips, but just showing you um, how competitions work. And now I'll get onto the actual tips of how to improve faster. So, <clears throat> with, let's say you're on the 3x3 three three and you're on the last stage. So, <clears throat> I'd suggest you, instead of learning like a specific algorithm for that one case, I'd suggest doing um, one algorithm, um, I've almost forgotten it now. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I've like totally forgotten the algorithm. Anyway, uh, do like one algorithm um, to solve all the edges and then do another algorithm. This is called um, 
to look pearl. So I'd suggest just don't. Uh, that's how you can get um, faster and actually memorize the cube. Because instead of having to learn, I think it's 42 algorithms for all specific cases, you can just learn two algorithms and then you can solve the exact, all the, those cases. So what I'm trying to get out there is that don't learn the most complicated thing, even if, if it's gonna be the fastest way to solve a cube, it won't be the fastest way to improve on solving the cube. And those are most of my tips um, on for beginners. So, um, yeah, if you want any more tips, um, go to uh, a website called Cube Skills. They are very, very, that's a very, very good website for cubers. It's made by Felix Zemdegs himself, um, which he is, in my eyes, the best cuber, like, ever. So, yeah, go check out that website, and that'll be all. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Hi, welcome back to CE Cubing. This is the third and final segment of part one of today's podcast. So, um, in this segment, we're going to talk about facts on the Rubik's Cube. Number one, did you know that the Rubik's Cube was originally called the Magic Cube? But then, when um, Erno Rubik sold it to Ideal Toys, um, they called it the Rubik's Cube, and that's stood ever since. Number two, Erno Rubik doesn't like the name um, Rubik's Cube, because um, he said, that if he had a child, he wouldn't call it Rubik's boy or Rubik's girl. He would just call it my child. Or, which is a little bit weird, because he named one of his kids after himself. <laughs> which is very, very strange. Number three. Um, <clears throat> the first ever guide was uh, made by a 13-year-old boy and sold like incredibly well because everybody wanted to know what the method was to solving it. Number four, the first world record was set um, in in the 1980s, and the and the record was around 23 seconds, which was it isn't the best for our time now, but the cubes back then weren't very good. If you've ever handled an original Rubik's Cube, then you'll definitely know what I mean. So, uh, number five. Uh, number five. Ah, yes. Uh, there is the most expensive cube ever was made for the 20th anniversary of the Rubik's Cube and it also <clears throat> and it was made out of diamonds and emeralds and just a bunch of valuable um, 
valuable materials and made into a Rubik's cube. Now, they can actually, it's actually been like, um, it's actually been like sold for auction and its price range is in the millions. Um, yeah, it was also created by the, the company Apple, um, who hosted the ceremony. Uh, number six is that uh, it took Erno Rubik a whole month to solve his own cube. Number seven, the final one, there are 43 quintillion possible combinations for the Rubik's Cube. 43 quintillion. And um, on the 21 by 21, there are basically infinite combinations that you can do. So, um, do you want to know how many that is? Well, the human brain can't really grasp how big the number is, so I'll put it into context. So let's say you have a universe filled to the brim with hydrogen atoms, the smallest atoms. Uh, like, there couldn't be one more in there. And then, let's say each of those universes was was wait let's say each of those atoms was its own universe filled with hydrogen atoms that wouldn't even be close now let's say those hydrogen atoms of all of those universes had universes of themselves inside of those atoms filled with hydrogen atoms uh if you do that around six times that'd be close to the number of infinite combinations or the combinations of a 21 by 21. See ya. Hello, cubing fans. Welcome to another episode of CE Cubers. This is part two of our second full podcast. This time we're taking a dive into cubing world records. So get comfy with a blanket and drink, and let's get into this. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I'll try to get more podcasts out every single day. See ya! The current 2x2 world record is an astonishing 0.49 seconds, while the 4x4 world record is 17.42. The Pyramix is 0.91 seconds, the Scube is 0.93 seconds, the 5x5 is 34.92 seconds, and the square one is 4.59 seconds. The first world record was set in 1982 at a time of 22.95 seconds. The record was set by an American named Min Tai in Hungary. The record was set eight years after the cube was invented by Erno Rubik. Then, the WCA was founded in 2003, and the first official world record was set. The world record was broken two times that day. The first was a time of 16.71 seconds, set by Dan Knights. The second was a time of 16.53 seconds, set by Jesse Bond. Then, in 2004, I hope I'm saying this right, Shotaro Makusumai, 
drops the world record by almost four seconds. The world record then stood at 12.11 seconds. After that, for the first time in cubing history, the barrier of 10 seconds was broken. It was a time of 9.55 seconds set by one of the two founders of the WCA, Ron Van Brunchum. Brunchum. But soon, Felix Zemdegs burst onto the scene with a solved time of 7.03 seconds. Then he, he then broke the, his record four more times. The fourth time was a solution of 5.66 seconds. Felix Zemdex held the world record longer than anyone else until Matt Vork broke the record with a time of 5.55 seconds. Then, in 2015, the five-second barrier was broken with a time of 4.90 seconds set by Lucas Etter. Lucas used a method created by Jessica Friedrich. 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 Predict, predict, uh, Jessica predicted that her method cannot, could solve the cube at 13 seconds at max, which was a bold statement and was probably not true. The current world record is set by Yushin Du and it was set in 2019 for the time of 3.47 seconds. The only video evidence of it was the security camera footage of the solve. And that's where we stand today. Or well, at least that's for the 3x3. Three three. 